Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. This episode of Intuitive Bites is brought to you by my Food and Body Peace program. If you're ready to leave behind food obsession and body image struggles and just get unstuck and moving towards a place of freedom, this program is designed to allow me to support you through this process. Do not delay. Go ahead over to the, the link in my bio on Instagram. It's at the intuitive underscore RD. Click the first link. You'll be able to watch my program video and answer a few questions to submit your application. And then I'll reach out. We'll have a conversation and figure out which level of the program is going to be the best fit for you. If you're looking primarily for the community and a group coaching atmosphere. I have a level of the program for you. If you're looking for both the community, but also you really want my highest level of one-on-one support, um, I also have a level of the program that will serve you. So get your application in now. Like I said, click the link in my bio on Instagram, submit the application, and I will reach out and talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 121 of Intuitive Bites. Today I'm going to talk to you all about how to deal with diet talk. This is one of the most common questions I get from folks because especially when you're early on your intuitive eating journey, it can just feel like it is hitting you from every direction and it can feel, yeah, just constantly triggering. Um, So I really want to dive into some tips around this today, Um, but I also just want to say to you that it does get better. It does get easier. Um, These things, as you get further along on your healing journey, they just tend to affect you less because you're more strong in your recovery journey. Um, Obviously, this is going to depend on who's making the comment and you know, if you're having some up, you know, ups or downs on your journey um, and also exactly what is said, right? I mean, some things are just always going to be triggering. Um, But in general, this does absolutely get easier. Uh, But let's dive into my top tips for dealing with diet talk. So number one is really setting boundaries, especially with folks that you continuously come into contact with. So maybe this is, you know, family members or a roommate or coworkers, um, people that specifically that you really find yourself in situations often where they're talking about dieting or weight loss or whatever, you know, body, body talk in general. Um, so that, that might, those might might be the perfect people to really set boundaries around. And what that's going to look like is, you know, you can say this a million ways. You can say it, um, really briefly or go into more detail depending on your comfort level and what you want to do, but it's going to sound like saying, you know, hey, I'm working on healing my relationship with food right now. And I would really appreciate if we just don't talk about, you know, dieting or weight loss or anything. It just really gets in my head. So um, let's just talk about something else, right? Like it doesn't have to be argumentative or blaming to them or anything, because really, ultimately, it's about you and you trying to protect yourself um, and set that boundary. I will say that 
people don't really know <laughs> in our culture when they're talking about dieting type stuff or body type stuff. Like it, it can be really hard for them to even distinguish that because it's such the water we swim in. It's so normalized. So in other words, you're going to have to repeat this boundary, right? It's probably not going to just stick and then they're going to get it. Um, yeah, you're probably going to have to kind of remind them like, oh, like, yeah, that can we, you know, can we kind of change the conversation that's kind of not sitting well with me or whatever, whatever it might look like. Um, and you can determine for yourself, like, what comments don't really matter to you or what comments, you know, really do end up kind of sticking with you and, and really hurting you. Um, and obviously, you can take this conversation further if it is with a family member or someone like that, that you're, maybe you are more comfortable with. Um, and you want to go a little bit deeper on what, what you're working on in terms of healing. Um, because sometimes people really don't get it. Actually, I'll say a lot of times people really don't get it because again, this is such a deviation um, from the norm and it can be taken as you, you know, it can be taken as you kind of neglecting taking care of yourself or your health where it's obviously the opposite of that, but that's kind of the, the bias that our culture has. If you're not obsessing and controlling and restricting um, then you are not being responsible and neglecting your health, right? Again, it, it just like hurts me to even say those words because it's so, you know, not true. <laughs> um, but that is the perception that people have. So setting boundaries is going to be definitely um, a really important piece to this. The second thing I'll say is, you know, just not engaging. I mean, especially if it's people that um, you aren't around as often or, you don't often hear diet talk from, but they, there's kind of an offhand comment. It might not necessarily make sense to like jump in and be like, Hey, can we not talk about this? Right. Cause it's like, I mean, you certainly can, but if it's not kind of a pattern, it might not make a ton of sense to whatever you, you can kind of determine that. But, uh, I think choosing to not engage and choosing not to not give energy to that conversation, maybe leaving the room and, you know, kind of, um, not necessarily as like sending a message, right? But it's just to protect yourself and to not kind of be further exposed to that talk. Um, so yeah, keep that in your back pocket as well as an option to give yourself space from those conversations. Tip number three is probably the most important piece to this. And that is to process the triggering comment in your own time, right? So likely it's not going to make sense to sit there in the moment right after hearing some sort of comment and like dissect it for yourself internally. Um, but maybe jot it down, right? I have some clients that I work with who I'll have them keep a note on their phone. And when there is a triggering comment made, that's kind of like eating away at them a little bit or sticking with them, I'll have them kind of jot that down in that, in that note. And then, you know, they can kind of process it in their own time later or bring it to our sessions and we'll kind of walk through that together. But um, yeah, have a note on your phone where you can kind of jot those things down. And then when you come back to it to process it later, what it's going to look like is what about this comment um, was hurtful to me? What do I believe that it means about me that this comment was said? Like what am I, what meaning am I giving to that? Um, those are the kinds of questions. It's really simple, but it's going to really get down to the root of what that comment hit and triggered within you. Because um, that's ultimately what it's about, right? It's not about the other person or what they're saying. It's about 
what that triggered that already exists within you and how can we heal that thing that already exists within you and when we do that when we hear these quote unquote triggering comments, they're not gonna feel as triggering. They're not gonna have so much power over us because we have done the healing work to that part of ourselves, right? And I say all that, and of course, it's not like we heal something and it never pops up because <laughs> part of healing work is uh, these things resurfacing, of course, but it's gonna get better in time. It's gonna be less of a punch, most of the time it's you know it's going to really change how you kind of relate to that so this is the most important piece to all of this i really believe and that is processing in your own time the triggering comment that was said okay and number four i think again it's not going to make sense necessarily in the moment to be doing your processing but i think if you can make a commitment to yourself to um, give some reassurance to yourself in the moment internally when you hear these comments, that's going to be really helpful, right? A lot of this healing work is tapping into compassion, right? Like self-compassion, tapping into um, a different relationship with yourself. So reminding yourself in the moment that, you know, like, you know, that's for them. Dieting is not for me. Dieting does not serve me. Like coming back to yourself. And I think this also helps in terms of not getting too attached to wanting to convince anyone else that they should do intuitive eating or that dieting sucks or whatever, <laughs> um, as much as, you know, sometimes we might want to do that. But, you know, we can't force our this onto anyone else. They have to be ready for it. Um, they have to be in a certain place. If we try to force anything on anyone, it's going to probably lead them further back to dieting. You know, there's a million things I could say about that. But the, the most important thing is that we're coming back to, okay, that might be for them for right now. But for me, I know that dieting doesn't serve me. I know that focusing on restricting or trying to control what my body looks like is destructive for me. And that is not what I'm going to do, right? Like having a quick go-to little phrase you can uh, say to yourself in those moments when you are triggered, I think will be really helpful. All right, guys. So these are my tips for dealing with diet talk. I know that it is not an easy thing. Again, like I said, especially early on, it feels like you're just like getting triggered in every direction and it can really feel like it kind of pushes you backwards as you're trying to take steps forward on this healing journey. But think of these triggering comments as opportunities to look more closely at what is what needs to be healed within you, right? That's really what these opportunities are. Um, and if you are wanting support with this process of dealing with the diet talk and continuing to take steps forward on your healing journey so that you can stop thinking about food all the time and stop, you know, just feeling so obsessed with food and body stuff. Um, I would love to work with you in my coaching program. So please don't hesitate to go ahead and submit an application. Um, as I said, there's a link right here in the notes of this episode, or you can go over to the link in my bio on Instagram, which is at the intuitive underscore RD and just click the work with me link and it'll bring you right to the application. All right, guys, I hope you have an awesome week and I'll talk to you soon.